We're joined by uh, Scott Kellogg, who's with the uh, Radic Center in uh, South End of Albany, and recently saw a news article that uh, one of the programs that uh, the Radic Center is involved with is actually um, working with, I guess, particularly young people to have them sort of tap uh, maple trees uh, throughout the uh, city of Albany. So, Scott, what's the program about? So, yeah, we have been tapping maple trees all throughout the city of Albany and most concentrated in the south end of Albany, working with Albany School District to be tapping maple trees on the campuses of all 12 of the city's elementary schools, as well as in Lincoln Park with Radix's Eco-Justice After School Youth Employment Program. So yeah, we've been going around to maple, sorry, maple trees and inserting spiles into them and collecting the sap off those trees that will then be eventually brought to the Radix Center and boiled down, turned into syrup, and then redistributed back to the students in those schools and additionally sold at farmer's markets to help support Radix's educational programs. Now, the article mentioned that there was um, blue tubing running between the trees. I assume that's sort of a collection system. Yeah, there's all different ways that you can collect sap. The method that we use is that we ins uh, drill a hole in the tree about an inch deep with a 5 eighths inch drill bit and insert what's called a spile, which is um, sort of a little plastic barbed spout that goes into the hole uh, in the tree in one end and then has a barbed fitting on the other that a blue hose is stuck over. And then the hose runs down to a five-gallon bucket that sits on the ground with a sealed lid on it. The hose goes through the lid on the bucket, and that way sap comes out of the tree and goes directly into the bucket. And by using five-gallon buckets, it reduces the frequency that we would have to otherwise be collecting them, which uh, makes it easier for us as far as uh, staffing and labor. Now, I myself did some um, maple syrup collecting oh, maybe a decade ago. Um, my recollection is by the time you um, you know boil the, the sap down, the amount of maple syrup is uh, much less than when you started with. How much syrup are you actually able to, to produce out of this operation? Yeah, it varies, but roughly with trees with a high sugar content, uh, sugar maples in particular, most of the trees that we're tapping are probably Norway maples that have a slightly lower sugar content, but it's about a 40 to 1 ratio of sap to syrup. So yeah, most sap is about 2% sugar. So you're doing a lot of water removal, essentially, to, to concentrate those sugars into the form of syrup. We do that a couple of different ways. We rely on initially what's called freeze distillation, where ice will form in the buckets, and then we remove that because uh, that what's freezing is just water, and the sugar has concentrated in the sap, so that's one way to get rid of water. We then will put all the sap 
through a reverse osmosis system, which has really recently become an affordable technology that can double or even quadruple the concentration of sugars. And then finally, we'll take that concentrated sap and put it into what's called an evaporator, which is a flat metal pan at the sugar shack at Radix, which is a structure really designed specifically for the purpose of boiling maple sap. And we will build a wood fire and burn off, boil off the the remaining water until we're left with a, a more concentrated sap, about one inch deep. And then it finally gets finished off on a stovetop where we can be much more precise with the heat controls to finally make the syrup. So that's the process in a nutshell. Now, you know, my understanding of climate change has really been impacting a the um, maple syrup, um, you know, process, um, and it's been changing from season to season. So I understand this year uh, the maple syrup is really running quite a bit earlier than normal. Yeah, uh, honestly, I haven't even known when to start because we had a week here in Albany immediately after New Year's where, where temperatures were in the fifties, and it's been. Pretty wacky weather winter, but um, unfortunately, I think this is indicative of future trends in climate in New York State. And maple syrup and maple tapping, which is a, a huge industry in New York State and the Northeast region as a whole, depends on extremely climate-specific conditions. SAP only runs when daytime temperatures are above freezing and when nighttime temperatures are below freezing. As long as you have those conditions, you'll generally get saffron. Now, what we're seeing in, and, and, and maple tapping and maple syrup production isn't done too much further south than us to any large extent. There's a little bit in Pennsylvania, but not much more further south than that, just because the winters are milder. And they don't have that long of a period of time when they have the, the right climatic conditions for, for saffron. And, and probably also the fact that there's fewer maple trees. However, uh, it's been interesting from a climate science and climate justice perspective to look at how the, the earliest date of us tapping has changed over the years. And this is by far the earliest that we've ever set our taps. Uh, so that is a disturbing trend to be sure, but it's a way to frame conversations around it and particularly the work that we do with youth about having an awareness of that kind of thing and why the effects of climate change will impact us and our day-to-day -day lives. Now we have had you on before to talk about the uh, tree planting you've been doing in the south end both to have fruit trees to um you know help produce you know food for for local residents but also uh, you know helping with um you know sh shade in and, and and reducing uh heat and uh you know urban situations uh, you know in the last two minutes left what are some of the other things that the uh, radix center is you know focused on upon right at the moment so this maple tapping program is closely related to uh, or can even really be thought a part of the south end biocultural diversity Forest program that is ongoing in that we're trying to develop an ethic of reciprocity between 
local residents, particularly youth, and the health and well-being of trees and forests in the urban ecosystem. And by engaging in a sustainable practice like tapping maple syrup, which can be done year after year without any long-term impacts on the health of the tree, teach about that interconnectedness and how it's within people's interest to care about the well-being of trees when they can see how it can directly benefit them in terms of not only providing food, but also in creation of shade, improving air quality, enhancement of biodiversity, carbon sequestration, improvement of, of water infiltration. So yeah, really looking at it all through the lens of climate justice and thinking again about how matters of equity and justice and fairness and race and class apply to things such as the urban forest. So in the last 45 seconds, if people want to find out more about the Roddick Center or some of the programs you have coming up, uh, what's the best way to do that? People can go to our website, which is www.radixcenter.org. You can also visit our Facebook page where uh, we probably actually do a better job of uh, keeping it updated. We're also going to be having a Maple Sap Boil Down event on Saturday, March 11th at the Radic Center, 153 Grand Street from noon to 2 p.m. That's open to the public. You can come see how the sap is collected, how it goes to reverse osmosis. Have a fun time with us as we uh, boil down the sap and get to taste some uh, concentrated sweetened sap while you're there. So I welcome everybody to come. It's a free event. Thank you very much, Scott Kellogg, Radic Center, South End of Albany. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.